Two more Sunbelt Bowls to go, the Camellia Bowl and the Birmingham Bowl. We preview next on Locked on Sunbelt. You are, you are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. I host Afternoon Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP in Mobile, Alabama, covering the South Alabama Jaguars. And prior to that, uh, 103.7 The Game, hosting mornings in Lafayette, Louisiana, covering the Louisiana Raging Cages. So the Sunbelt got off to a tremendous start when it comes to the bowl games, uh, but not so as of late. They started out 3-0, and although we did mention right before the Jaguars uh, took the field against Western Kentucky, you know, Troy was favored, Southern Miss was favored, uh, and Marshall uh, was favored. And Simpac Southern Miss and Marshall were playing teams with two losing records. Uh, Troy, though, was playing team evenly matched. They were both uh, 11-2, but they took down UTSA. But then, you know, some of the better teams that the Sunbelt were playing, uh, South Alabama, South Alabama taking on Western Kentucky uh, and the Cajuns taking on Houston. Uh, South Alabama was embarrassed and uh, the Cajuns kind of gave the game away. I'm not exactly sure they choked, uh, but they gave the game away. Uh, you can hear about that in the last episode of Locked On uh, Sunbelt. So the Sunbelt started out 3-0 and now they are 3-2 and with a pair of games in Alabama. Uh, and it's the first one on 11 a.m. start time. Nothing like that in uh, the uh, <laughs> uh, for the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery. It has Georgia Southern taking on uh, Buffalo and Coastal Carolina and East Carolina in the Birmingham Bowl a little bit later on, 545 uh, Central Time. Uh, first off, Buffalo. How about Buffalo getting out of town for the bowl game? They had to get out of town out of, outside of Buffalo. Remember, like a month ago or so when the Bills played in Detroit and Buffalo's ball game, I think with Akron, was postponed until the first week of December. Well, guess what? It was the, the storm that just happened over the weekend was worse. Uh, a deadly storm, as it turns out to be tragic. And uh, thank goodness that Buffalo got out, uh, out of town uh, ahead of time uh, as it was just a, it was a mess uh, in uh, Western uh, New York, but to the bowl game, uh, we do have Georgia Southern uh, taking on Buffalo. It is the uh, Sun Belt versus uh, the Mac, and you have a couple of high-scoring football teams. Georgia Southern scores 33 points a game, and Buffalo scores 29 points a game. Georgia Southern gives up 32 points a game. Buffalo gives up 27 points a game. Uh, they... Uh, I guess Georgia Southern does it a little bit more in the air. They average about 100 yards more a game in the air, and that's uh, you know 327 to th- uh, 232, and the uh, yards rushing about 140 a game. Uh, Georgia Southern o- uh, also gives up a-, a few more yardage, a few more yards in the uh, well, not only in the air but total 500 to about 400. Uh, the big storyline in this one though is Kyle Van Trees. Kyle Van Trees, graduate transfer. Uh, from, wait for it, Buffalo uh, had a pretty uh, good season, 3,900 yards, 
goes into Lincoln and uh, leads Georgia Southern to a victory over uh, Nebraska. That was the third of the three ball games uh, that day with uh, Notre Dame uh, losing to Marshall and App State taking down A&M. And then Georgia Southern topped it off with uh, Kyle Vantry's QB draw for the winning score. Uh, did have a little bit of problem uh, throwing the ball to the other team. 25 touchdowns is pretty good. The 15 interceptions is not. Uh, you know, you got to have at least a two-to-one ratio uh, these days. Uh, and a lot of times you kind of have, you know, three or four-to-one uh, ratio. The ju- interceptions are just rather unacceptable uh, these days in uh, college football. Uh, Georgia Southern comes in off their huge win, if you will, a month ago, approximately thereof, over their uh, foe, their uh, rival, uh, App State, 51-48. We've been, uh, before that, though, they, they did not recover. We've talked about this before. Georgia Southern had not recovered from their loss to South Alabama for three weeks. They lost to Louisiana 36-17, and they lost to Marshall 23-10. Uh, to 10. Again, they averaged... 33 points a game. They scored 17 against the Cajuns. They scored 10 against Marshall. They didn't even score 30 in two weeks. Uh, and then they got up off of the mat. Uh, and in what was a classic, what double overtime win over their rival App State, what was it, like seven lead changes and three ties, and that's before overtime. Uh, and so they took down App State 51-48 just to get to this bowl game. Buffalo, on, on the other hand, out of the MAC, talk about an up-and-down season. They lost three in a row, including one to Holy Cross. And this won't be their first Sunbelt foe. They lost to Coastal Carolina on the road, 38-26. But they lost to Maryland. Okay. Lost to Holy Cross is not acceptable, 37-31. They lost to Coastal Carolina, 38-26. But then they reeled off five straight wins. Looked like they turned it around. And most importantly, all in the MAC. Well, almost all in the MAC. Eastern Michigan. Miami of Ohio, Bowling Green. They uh, tucked in a UMass uh, game in there, uh, 34-7, to easy win. But then a nice win over Toledo. And then they lost to Ohio. Then they lost to Michigan. And that game against Akron was postponed because of the storm. Then they lost to Kent. And then they had to win that football game against Akron just to get to this game. I think there was a – they were even talking about if, like, Akron won that football game, Auburn may have gone to a bowl game. But certainly an up-and-down season uh, for both of these teams, both coming off big wins. Uh, And you do have the storyline of Kyle Van Treese playing against his uh, former team. So a lot going on and always good when the Mac and uh, the Sun Belt get together because you get a little little group of five uh, rivalry there. Uh, Let's see what... Uh, the line is uh, for this football game. I presume Georgia Southern is somewhat favored. Yeah, four and a half. I'll take Georgia Southern. What am I so far? I guess I am four. I'm uh, three, one and one on these picks so far. I had the first three games, lost South Alabama, and we pushed with Houston. Although I did take Houston in that game. <laughs> they almost lost. Uh, so I went, I've gone three, one and one. Georgia Southern is a four and a half point uh, favorite. I will take uh, Georgia Southern, although based on the uh, weather forecast, which should be in the 40s when they kick off or so, when you know it, Buffalo may be more used to the weather. We'll see if it heats up at all 
although it was in the 50s in Mobile on uh, Monday. And by the weekend, by New Year's, it's going to be in the 70s down here. So, of course, that doesn't have anything to do with what's going on in Montgomery and in uh, Birmingham. All right, let's take a time out. We will come back and talk about Coastal Carolina and the Chanticleers taking on East Carolina. Grayson McCall in the transfer portal, but he will be playing. And so, you know, good for him, uh, among others, that are doing that uh, in the uh, in this age of transfer portals, not opting out of, of the bowl game. So pretty good on uh, their part. All right, let me tell you a little bit about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's incredibly easy to add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Uh, back for more with a Locked On Sunbelt. The last Sunbelt Bowl game is the uh, Birmingham Bowl. And a few weeks ago, this game felt like it could be much, much more interesting with one Grayson McCall going into the portal. He is the what the three-time player of the year in the Sun Belt. Uh, very efficient. We talked about uh, Kyle Van Treese's touchdown to interception ratio. Grayson McCall, and that was not two to one even. 25 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Grayson McCall, 24 touchdowns, two interceptions. And one of those interceptions was in the Sunbelt Championship game. So he went all year long, regular season, he threw one interception. Uh, was banged up a little bit at the end of the year and tried to come back. And that Coastal just struggled in that ballgame from the get-go against Troy. But Grayson McCall, very solid year, 2,600 yards, 24 touchdowns, two interceptions. The reason this ball game had a little bit more interest to it, at least piqued my interest a little bit more, is because, well, first off, Jamie Chadwell decided to take Hugh Freeze's place at Liberty. He's the head coach, and I'm not really sure it was all that much better of a job until it was reported. Coastal Carolina pays a million dollars, and Liberty pays $4 million. That makes it a better job. I don't know if you're going to be able to win more at Liberty, but tough to tell someone to take $3 million less, uh, and that's a better job. He can get to where he wants to go from Liberty, I guess. You just saw Hugh Freeze go to Auburn. So Jamie Chadwell goes to Coastal or leaves Coastal Carolina and goes to Liberty, but then Grayson McCall, who has two years left of eligibility, he goes into the portal, and right away it feels like he's landing towards Auburn. I mean, it took like a day and a half before the rumors started all kind of rumors that Grayson McCall was going to Auburn. In fact, had a guest on my sports show in Mobile tell me as soon as Hugh Freeze got the job and before Grayson McCall 
got into the portal. He reached out to Hugh Freeze to say he wanted to go to Auburn. Well, it turns out, for whatever reason, uh, maybe the majors don't transfer, whatever it is, Grayson McCall is not transferring to Auburn. Would have made it much more interesting if he was transferring to Auburn, playing a de facto home game, if you will, for the bowl game, a kind of an Auburn preview to spring football, uh, if you will. But he's decided, or Auburn decided for him, that whatever his credits were, we're not going to be able to transfer in uh, from Coastal Carolina. And again, I was told with sports management, I figure that's mostly business and marketing. Can't imagine Auburn doesn't offer those, but for whatever reason, Auburn wouldn't take his uh, credits. So uh, Grayson McCall uh, and Coastal Carolina going up against East Carolina. These are pretty even ball games. This is pretty even. Uh, both these teams about score about 30 points a game. They Coastal gives up 30, East Carolina 27. They're both over 400 yards a game offensively. East Carolina a little bit more offensive, I guess. They, 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 the, the rushing is about 160, 170 yards, and East Carolina is 290-ish when it comes to passing, and Coastal is 250. Uh, yards allowed, both 410. So they do not have any defense. And they both light up the scoreboard. I'm going to take Coastal Carolina. I'm going to be a homer. Absolutely. Because, mostly because they're getting seven points. Uh, I will say, by the way, we can go back to that South Alabama game. Because I'll take credit. I said take the over. And it did go over. Over was like, one in the 50s. And the game went into the 60s. So, I'm going to take the over in this one, which is 65. And, although that's a little bit high for these teams. I, I yeah, uh, a little bit high. And I will take uh, East Carolina plus uh, the seven. Uh, so East Carolina, again, quickly, we, we've talked about them uh, throughout the year on Lockdown Sunbelt. Uh, weren't quite as good as they had been in the past. Uh, they got a little bit of a uh, shock to the system with a bad loss to Old Dominion. And it was a bad loss because I don't think Old Dominion won another football game after that loss. Old Dominion lost and then did not win another game after that game. So a little bit of a fluke win for Old Dominion and a little bit of a fluke loss for a Coastal. But then Grayson McCall got hurt. They did beat Southern Miss uh, with the backups and then had the game canceled against Virginia because of the uh, tragic shooting uh, up there with uh, the Cavaliers. Uh, then they got embarrassed by James Madison with the backups, and then Grayson McCall tried to come back and beat Troy, and they did. So they've, they've lost their last two ball games. And maybe that's why they are not favored. Also, Jamie Chadwell, uh, or why not only why they're not favored, but by such a large margin to an East Carolina team that is just seven and five. Let's check out what East Carolina did uh, this year. Obviously, a rather inconsistent season. Uh, they never won more than three in a row. They never lost more than uh, two in a row. Um, Let's say they had a close call against NC State to begin the year. They beat Old Dominion, as it turns out, beat Campbell, but lost to Navy. Uh, they beat South Florida, lost to Tulane, 24-9. High-scoring affair with Memphis. Uh, they took down Gus Malzahn's uh, UCF Golden Knights, 34-13. Uh, they went out to BYU and took, out, took down the Cougars. Lost a close ball game at Cincinnati, 27-25. Embarrassed by Houston, by the way, 42-3. Uh, and then... 
hang on to defeat Temple 49-46. of So they kind of have all kinds of scores around, losing to teams that they probably shouldn't, maybe hanging around teams they probably uh, shouldn't be hanging around with, uh, and, um, so, and sometimes getting embarrassed by teams uh, as well. Overall, East Carolina right in the middle of the American standings, four and four, seven and five overall. I just, you know, I just, I like Coastal. Coastal's healthy. You got Grayson McCall playing. I'm going uh, with uh, Coastal Carolina uh, for uh, this ballgame. All right, let's take a time out. We will come back and talk uh, more college football after this. Uh, and in the meantime, let me, well, uh, 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 not too fast. Uh, 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 nope. Let me tell you about driving drunk. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. And as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home. Okay. No big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyways? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car or you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, so we'll see what happens with uh, these bowl games. I think the Sun Belt has a tremendous season. I'm probably going to write about um, trying to figure out how to recap the bowl game without crushing South Alabama. That's probably been done a little bit also on my show. But I don't think one bad loss, and it was a bad loss, should ruin a historic season. You know, they got a ton of guys coming back. Uh, we talked about this last week. Uh, they should, you know, once you get over the pain of the loss and the embarrassment of the loss, uh, like this was not like the Cajuns loss where if we don't fumble, we probably win. If we recover the fumble, we probably win. If we don't, you know, push and shove somebody on what would have been third in inches, you know, we probably win. Uh, so, you know, the, the, the Cajuns can look to a couple of different plays to say, well, if two or three plays go our way, you know, we probably win the game. That wasn't happening with South Alabama. That's a total reflection. That was a total breakdown, uh, which is a nice lesson to learn, I guess, at this point in time. Disappointing, but now, you know, what can you do to take it to the next level when the lights shine brightly? And as we talked about it uh, last week, schedule is going to be tougher. I don't think the Sunbelt the Sunbelt portion of the schedule isn't out yet, but you know, they're gonna have a tough time because they're gonna get, you know, the Marshals of the World or the App States of the World or the Coastal Carolinas of the World or the James Madisons of the World. So these go those games are not gonna be particularly easy. Not at all. So I I I just think it's something to build on. Uh take a deep breath. Hopefully enjoy the holiday season. And, you know, come back after the new year and start lifting again and seeing how you could be a little bit different. I think the I think where South, Al South Alabama in particular went wrong, their offense was never quite as consistent as it was early on in the season. Once it got going, it was OK. But I mean, Southern Miss, they were down 17-7. Georgia Southern, they were down 21-7. to um, 
You know, really the offense only was clicking against Arkansas State because Arkansas State struggles. All right. And other than the beginning of the year, even against the La Tech game, you know, La Tech just kept on turning the ball over and over and over. That, you know, South Alabama could have put up 50 if the offense was clicking. Now they won by enough, but, you know, you do have to admit if you're self-reflecting, you know, they didn't play as well as they could have. So, so some of the issues with the offense was not as effective. It was clutch, certainly clutch. And they won some big ball games, uh, but uh, they'll need to uh, to reflect. Uh, Troy, a spectacular season, uh, capped off by a, a, a Sun Belt championship and a bull a bull victory. Uh, you can't you can't do much better than John Summerall. Uh, Carlton Marshall gets a, a berth, a bid to the a Senior Bowl, hometown kid. I mean, this is going to be awesome. This is that that's going to be awesome. It's going to be the the Carlton Marshall week. Got a great smile. He's going to be a media darling, right? Because everyone, you know, you can see Carlton Marshall play, but, you know, most of these reporters, you know, are more than, you know, 5'5". I mean, he's not 5'5". He's 5'8", 5'9". But they're going to stand next to him and, like, you're the all-time leading tackler in the NCAA history. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got it. He got an extra year. But nonetheless, spectacular career. Uh, and he will absolutely be the media darling uh, down here for uh, the Senior Bowl uh, coming up here in uh, the end of January and the beginning of uh, February. February 4th is the game, the week before the Super Bowl, but the week starts in January. So uh, James Madison coming into the Sun Belt, had a spectacular season, an archaic and stupid rule preventing them from being in a bowl game or competing for the Sun Belt Championship. I presume that would have been a much better ball game than what Coastal Carolina gave Troy. Uh, so, you know, they're doing well. We'll see what App State does. Having to replace Chase uh, Bryce. We'll see what Coastal does. Replacing Jamie Chadwell and Grayson McCall. Uh, we'll see if anybody else steps up in the East. And again, in the West, I think it's it's one of four teams. You know, I think South Alabama is going to be picked to win. Troy will be right there. We'll see what the Cajuns do if they settle on a quarterback. And we'll see it, what Southern Miss can do. Trey Lowe, by the way, should mention Trey Lowe, the third, uh, has gone in the transfer portal uh, because they're going to go back to their um, starting quarterback. Excuse me, their starting quarterback who got hurt uh, at the beginning of the year. So Trey Lowe is looking for a place, although Frank Gore Jr. is, is expected back for Southern Miss. So, uh, And then we'll see, you know, what G.J. Kinney can do against Texas State. That may not be easy. Uh you know, ULM is looking for a quarterback. Maybe they go get Trey Lowe. Chandler Rogers left. I don't know where he's ended up, but maybe Trey Lowe ends up with ULM and he can play uh, up there. Who knows? So I think it's uh, things are looking great for the Sun Belt uh, when it comes to football. Uh, and, you know, we'll take a little time off from football, although we got the transfer portal going on. And, you know, you got all of, I mean, it's basically January. So you got all of 10 weeks or so before spring football starts. Coastal's. Spring football, I think, starts in February. So they're over and done with. They were a couple of years ago. Coastal was over and done with when, when COVID hit. Right in the middle of March, they had already went through spring ball. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, we'll see. I would like to get some of the head coaches on and talk about the season so we can do that uh, moving forward now that they may have a little bit of time. They're all still recruiting, but maybe have a little bit more time uh, without the crunch, you got the portal going on. The bowl games are, are basically over after today. Uh, and so we can get some uh, coaches on, especially uh, K. Mamek here in, in, in Mobile. So we'll hopefully talk to him uh, shortly, let him simmer down 
uh, just a bit. All right. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in. Uh, I have been your host, uh, Dave Schultz. You can catch me at SchultzyCast. Of course, you could tune into WNSP.com and listen to the game plan Monday through Friday, uh, except yesterday and New Year's Day, or the day after New Year's, actually. We had, we had a little bit of time off. Nice to have a little bit of a break. Uh, we'll be back with more Locked On Sunbelt on a Wednesday. This is your team every day.